Welcome to Binge Breakthrough, the podcast designed to help you finally break through the barriers that keep you stuck feeling out of control around food. I'm Master Certified Coach Jane Pilger, and I want you to know that no matter how long you've been struggling or what you've tried, food freedom is possible, and I'm here to show you how. After years of therapy, eating disorders treatment, restrictive diets, and reading all the books, I was still stuck in the on-again, off-again cycle of restricting and binging until I was able to see it all from a new perspective that changed everything. Each week, I will share the strategies, tools, and mindset that allowed me to overcome my decades-long battle with binge eating. Your journey to body trust starts now. Let's dive in. Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that you are listening to this podcast for a reason. I trust that you're going to hear something today that is insightful and impactful on your journey with food. So this episode was inspired by a conversation that I had with a client this week. And we were talking about a concept that I teach inside my group coaching program, Cultivate, that explains why we do what we do with food sometimes. And what we do is we get really curious about the messages that we received as children when we were growing up. We get curious about what was happening for us. And we start to understand the conclusions that we came to as small children. And we start to understand how everything that we are Always doing is to protect us in some way. So, this is some of the most powerful work that you can do because you start to make sense of why you behave the way you do with food sometimes. And as we make sense of it, we can start to show ourselves the other possibilities that exist to care for and to support ourselves in much more nurturing ways than turning to food. And as I, was, as I was explaining this concept to her, she asked me about forgiving that younger part of her that learned to turn to food instead of feeling big emotions. So for her, what she started to see was that her parents expressed really big emotions at times. And when she was little, she decided She wasn't going to do that because she didn't want herself or anyone else to experience the pain of being on the other end of those emotions. So it makes sense. She decided, I'm not going to express big emotions because when I'm on the other end of big emotions, it's really painful. And I don't want to experience that pain. And I don't want anybody else to experience that pain. I don't want to put that type of pain on anybody else. So of course she turned to food. She didn't have any other avenue for the emotions that any child is going to experience. So she was asking me about forgiving that younger part of her that learned to turn to food instead of feeling big emotions. And here is what I told her. Forgiveness isn't necessary. Now, this may be top, this may be controversial for some people, the idea that forgiveness isn't necessary, but I want you to hear me out 
And I encourage you to just get curious about this idea. Don't make any decisions for yourself until you hear more. And then once you're done with this episode, you get to decide what resonates with you and what doesn't. And anything that does not resonate with you, just leave it behind. But I want to just open up the possibility that forgiveness isn't necessary. If you are someone who has had a hard time forgiving yourself, if you are someone who has thought to yourself every single time that you binge or that you overeat or that you show up with food in some ways that you need to forgive yourself, I just want to open up the possibility that forgiveness isn't necessary. And here's part of the reason why. When you say that you need to forgive someone, this implies they did something bad or they did something wrong. Now, when a young child discovers that food will help soothe them, this child who doesn't have any other resources to soothe themselves, this discovery Food will help soothe me when I have no other resources. This is nothing that needs to be forgiven. This child has done nothing wrong. This child is simply trying to care for themselves in the only way they know how, using the only resources they have available. We can reflect on the cost to the child of not having those resources available, of not having emotionally available parents to model something different. But that doesn't mean that the child has done anything bad or wrong. Now, I can just hear now the rebuttal. I can hear this in my mind. Somebody's listening, thinking, okay, fine, I get that. That kid may not have known any better, I know better now. I'm an adult. I know better, so I should do better. And when I don't do better, then I'm bad. I'm wrong, or I'm broken, and I can't, or I don't want to forgive myself. Now, I disagree with this statement for so many reasons. If all it took was knowing some information to do better, none of us would have any eating problems. I am sure that if you are listening to this episode, you are like me in that you have consumed a lot of information on this topic. You have probably read multiple books, listened to multiple podcasts, and sought help from other professionals. So yes, you probably logically do know a lot, but that does not automatically mean that you should do better. If you are still struggling with food, there is a very good reason. And often it is many reasons. It is likely one or more of the eight reasons that I talk about as to why we binge, why we struggle with food and feeling out of control sometimes. These eight reasons are highlighted in the very first episode of my podcast, 
a deep dive into all eight reasons. So if you want to go back and you want to look at and explore these eight reasons, the first probably episodes three through nine, 10, something like that, will dive into all of those reasons. Actually, probably starting with episode number two. But there is a good reason. If you are still struggling, there's a very good reason or many reasons. I promise you that you are not broken and you don't need to be forgiven. I believe that we are always doing the best we can at any given time. Now, sometimes our best looks terrible. And sometimes we would rather, maybe often we would rather it be very different from what it is. But often in that very moment, what we are doing, how we are showing up is often what we have the physical or the emotional capacity for in that moment. So do I need to be forgiven because I wasn't able to be with my big emotions and I ended up eating instead of being with those emotions in an attempt to care for myself? No, I don't need to be forgiven for trying to take care of myself. It might come out backwards. I might feel way worse at the end of an eating episode than I would have if I had the skill, the capacity to be with those emotions at that time. But sometimes we just don't have that capacity. So we don't need to beat ourselves up over it. I don't, we don't need to be forgiven because you haven't done anything wrong. Now, I am not saying that we want to just ignore it, that we want to dismiss it, or that we want to condone the type of behavior that doesn't line up with how we want to show up in the world. But I don't believe that anyone is bad or wrong when they show up as a human being, a flawed human being. Hello, that is all of us. We all have flaws. We are all human. Think about how it feels when you think that you need to be forgiven for eating a bunch of food. I mean, how does it feel? Just think about this right now. When you think, I need to be forgiven, I just ate a bunch of food, I'm bad, I'm wrong, I'm so terrible, I shouldn't have done it, I know better, how does it feel? I'm going to guess for you that it feels terrible because that is how it feels for me. It feels terrible. I remember a client saying recently she was having such a hard time forgiving herself. She had had a binge and she was beating herself up so badly. She was thinking she knows better. She shouldn't have done it. But what if she didn't need to be forgiven? What else could she ask instead? If she wasn't focusing on How can I forgive myself? I can't forgive myself. She could be asking these questions instead. How does this make sense? What did I really need? How can I take care of myself in this moment? What do I learn from this? 
What would I do differently next time? Imagine how different your experience would be if you focused on these questions, the questions that I just outlined, instead of the questions that typically come when we are judging ourselves. Why can't I figure this out? I can't forgive myself. There's something wrong with me. When we think we need to be forgiven, this implies that you did something wrong or bad. Eating a lot of food to meet a need is not bad. It's you attempting to take care of yourself. Yes, there is a cost. There might be many costs associated with eating a lot of food, but that doesn't mean it's bad or it's wrong or that you're broken. It is your attempt to take care of yourself. Now, sometimes we don't even realize, like, what do you mean? It did not feel like I was taking care of myself. So much of this is subconscious. It's what happens away from our awareness. These might be connections that we made when we were very, very young. Decisions that we made when we were very, very young. They might be, there might be skills or capacities that we did not develop. Maybe they weren't modeled to us. Or maybe because of other things in our lives, other traumas or other experiences, we did not have the capability to grow in learning of new skills. Maybe we're just literally not feeding ourselves enough food. And so our body is going to force food if we, if we are not going to feed our body enough food. Sometimes it's just the, the body and the brain doing what it has to do to make sure that we stay alive. So you may not be aware of it. Just because you're not aware of it consciously does not mean that you aren't attempting to take care of yourself. It's the subconscious attempt to take care of yourself. Remember, your brain's number one job is to stay alive. And after that, it is to seek comfort, avoid pain, and use as little energy as possible. So when you go and you look at these eight reasons, they all make so much sense. Now, we don't have to stop there and say, oh, okay, yep, that makes sense. Then I'm just going to keep doing this. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying either. I'm not saying you don't have to forgive yourself and you don't have to change. But here's what I am saying. Change rarely happens from shame and judgment. The number one reason why people binge, why people feel out of control with food is shame and judgment. When we are stuck in shame and judgment, we literally are stuck. I talk about it as the 50-pound weight that stays on top of the hood of the car. We can't even open the hood of the car to diagnose what's under the hood, what's going on, what is happening that is creating these experiences with food. With shame and judgment, we can't even open the hood of the car. And when we are in shame and judgment, we are thinking, I am broken. I am bad. I did something wrong. If I'm thinking that, then I think I need to be forgiven. If we can just put aside shame and judgment, we can put aside the idea that forgiveness is even necessary, then we can get into the curiosity, 
We can open the hood. We can say, what's going on? What's going on underneath? If you can approach yourself with that curiosity, with that warmth, tenderness, gentleness, you will learn so much more from any eating experience than you will ever learn from judging yourself or thinking that you're wrong or that you're bad or on this path to forgive yourself. So I encourage you, I invite you to drop the idea that you need to forgive yourself from any binge or overeat. There is a treasure in every single eating experience that does not line up with the type of eater that you want to be if you are willing to look for it. But again, if you're in shame and judgment, you will not be able to see it. I see our eating experiences that we don't prefer. I see them like lights on a dashboard. They are lighting up, telling us there is something going on under the hood. So when you have one of those experiences, the light comes on. I don't, when my, when I'm in my car and the check engine light comes on, I don't think, oh, got to forgive my car. My car's done something bad or wrong. I'm like, oh, something's going on here. I wonder what is happening. I wonder what I need to do to turn this light off. There must be something needed in my car. But I don't think, oh, that's bad. It's wrong. I can't believe it. No, I'm just like, oh, alert, alert. I better pay attention to this. This is what we can do with ourselves. When you think you need to forgive yourself, you are automatically in shame. Forgiveness isn't necessary, but understanding and learning is. We also don't want to just go keep driving that car with the lights on the dashboard. If I ignore it, if I pretend like, oh, it'll just go away. Oh, this old car. Or maybe I just try to like put some duct tape over it. I am not taking care of what is actually making those lights go on. So, but I also don't keep, I don't keep driving that car. If I keep driving that car with those dashboard lights on, more lights are going to come on. And at some point, my car is probably going to stop working or it's going to break down on the side of the road. I want to get under the hood and see what's going on. I want to understand. I want to learn. When you have these eating experiences, it is your chance to learn, to do something different next time, and to grow your resilience. So I'm curious, what do you think? Are you willing to drop the idea that you need to be forgiven? How does this idea feel? If it feels like a relief to you, this concept might be helpful. If it doesn't feel like relief, if you feel some resistance in dropping the idea that you need to be forgiven, that forgiveness isn't necessary, then just get curious. Get curious as to why. Why does this feel, what is beneath this resistance? Why does this feel yucky to me? What benefits do you get in thinking that you need to forgive yourself for being human? How about rather than forgiveness? You give yourself permission to be human sometimes. I'm not saying that we sweep it under the rug and pretend it never happened or that we don't learn from it. But if we open up, if we get curious, if we seek to understand, open the hood of the car, look underneath to learn and to grow, that is what is going to get us closer to the type of eater that you want to become. Now, you might also choose 
to apologize to somebody else if you have, in your eating experiences, shown up in a way that doesn't line up with who you want to be become. So I remember there was one Valentine's Day. This was many years ago. My husband and I were planning this. Um, we were planning an at-home date night. We were going to cook crab legs. It was going to be amazing. And I binged that day, like significant binge. And my husband got home and I was, there was no way. I was just like, I can't eat. I was, there was no way I wanted to dress up, that I wanted to be romantic in any sense of the form. And my husband had surprised me that year. He bought a ring for me that was, we don't normally buy each other gifts. And I, I felt terrible. I really did feel bad for the experience. He was really looking forward to this evening. He had a lot of anticipation. And when he came home and I was on the couch miserable, it was very different from what he expected and what he anticipated. I did want to apologize to him. But I also, like, I was not a bad person for showing up in that way. When I look back on it, do I love that I did that? No. But I don't need to forgive myself. I can understand what was going on and why it happened. And I can also apologize to my husband. We ended up talking a lot about it and we basically had a redo. And the next night, we redid what we were planning to do the night before. And I was all in on creating the experience that we both wanted for ourselves and for our relationship the next day. So was I at my best that Valentine's Day? No. Did I want to apologize to my husband for his experience? Yes, I did. But with myself, I did not need to forgive myself. I needed to understand what happened and why and what was going on, and then to be able to shift and to decide what I wanted to do differently and learn from it. So forgiveness isn't necessary, but understanding is. From a place of understanding, you get to choose what's next. And if you want to shift out of the patterns that you developed early on, likely from a very adaptive place. When you binge, when you overeat, you have not done anything wrong, bad, or shameful. You have done something in an attempt to care for yourself. It might have been because you aren't eating enough. Maybe your nervous system was activated. Maybe it's a habit at this point. I encourage you to go back to those eight reasons in the very early episodes of the podcast to get a deep dive into each reason. You don't need to be forgiven. You need to be understood. You make sense. Approach yourself with curiosity, kindness, and gentleness, and you just might find the place that needs to be healed. It's there waiting for you. It's often the thing underneath your binges, or overeats. It's that thing under the hood. It makes sense. And it doesn't need to be forgiven. It needs to be understood and nurtured. This is your path to peace with food. It's not war against yourself. It's a truce. It's understanding, compassion, and support. Forgiveness isn't necessary. That's what I have for you today. I'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Binge Breakthrough. You can find the show notes and any resources mentioned at bingebreakthrough.com. If you like this episode, subscribe to have future episodes delivered to you each Wednesday. And remember, your five-star rating and review will help others discover these life-changing concepts. See you next week.